We'll do it live! Fuck it! Do it live! Welcome to the Mouthpiece, episode 89, year 3. Today we're going to talk about my special 4,000 added in my online private game. We're going to talk about football starts next week. Politics, poker, lots of poker. Um, and of course, uh, the loss of my little boy, Flashy. The mouthpiece is next. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Ah, it's been a tough few weeks. Uh, I uh, was supposed to go down to L.A. and play High Stakes Week with Phil. Um, I decided to pass on it because, you know, uh, Flash wasn't doing too good. And uh, I, uh, wanted, I, I thought he would not be around by the time I scheduled uh, the, um, to, to play down there. And uh, he actually started doing a lot better and um, uh, actually had uh, uh, my friend, girlfriend kind of come over with her kids uh, last weekend. And, uh, boy, he was really doing good. He had a lot of energy and, um, and everything was great. And the next thing you know, uh, yesterday morning at uh, 4 o'clock, started throwing up real bad I, I didn't even think anything about it because I've seen him throw up a lot uh, I was getting ready to call the doctor to tell him how good he's been doing and uh, then he started throwing up and I noticed that uh, so I said I'll call the doctor at 8 to tell him about the throwing up and um, and then when I woke up at 8 he was just obviously the doctor told me that the throwing up was that him having an, a really bad stroke and um, he was pretty much gone so I had to do the right thing and um, put him down yesterday it was a, it's a pretty pretty pr- pretty tough night for me it's gonna be a tough few weeks it's gonna be longer than that probably I've, you know I've had him since I was 21 so uh, we're gonna do a you know a lot of Collins and talk about and try and uh, celebrate his little life. I know all you guys that have watched the show for the last three years know how much uh, when Flash comes up, you guys uh, really enjoy, you know, seeing him and everything. So we'll talk about that. Uh, the main thing we're going to start start the show off today with is. Uh, if anybody uh, is interested in uh, playing in the my online private game, uh, tomorrow at 7 p.m., uh, $100 buy-in tournament uh, with 4000 added. Uh, we usually get around 20 to 30 players. Usually about 30. So that's, 300, that's 3K in the prize pool. I'm basically doubling it. Uh, we're calling it, uh, you know, kind of a free roll for flashy. Uh, it's not actually a free roll. It's just money added. So if you're interested in playing in the online tournament tomorrow, 
Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Mouthpoker at yahoo.com. If you deposit 200 bucks, you get 100 bucks in the tournament and 4,000 added. So uh, we'll talk more about that as the podcast goes on. Uh, let's see. Football starts next week. Uh, I have made three 5K preseason bets over under. I have over Cincinnati nine and a half minus 140. Uh, you know, as you guys know, I don't bet the football anymore or any of the sports. I do do. Uh, the preseason, we pick like usually three games, and then I have my 1500 pick 'em contest and my 1000 suicide pool. And I do that for the whole year. And I tell you what, I have a lot more fun doing that than betting 10,000 and 5,000 and 2,000 and 3,000 in game or whatever the fuck I used to do. I, I look back and I, I still can't believe how many. How much I lost betting sports. I mean, that was just crazy, you know. So, um, anyway, so my number one pick is Cincinnati over nine and a half. Uh, I also went over San Francisco nine and a half minus 125. Um, and our third pick, we went with Seattle under six, minus 130. Now, I, uh, me and Phil and my best friend Ben uh, spent a lot of time on these three picks. I was more leaning towards going under five and a half plus 130. Uh, they felt that even though for the 60 cent difference, the half a game was pretty big, meaning Seattle would have to win seven for us to lose. Seattle won seven last year with Russell Wilson. I, I don't think they're winning seven with Geno Smith. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I actually like that as our best pick. Uh, Cincinnati over the nine and a half is a pretty darn good pick in a real weak division. I mean, Pittsburgh's going to be weak. Cleveland with no quarterback's going to be weak. Uh, Baltimore, I mean, depends what you think of Lamar Jackson. I, I, I don't think much of him. Uh, I think Baltimore's a pretty lucky team. So uh, I, I see five wins just right there in the conference. I think people are taking Cincinnati really light like not giving them respect they deserve going to the Super Bowl last year. So, um, you know, that's it. Those are my three. I'm also on an outside winger. Haven't decided yet, but it might be a 3K play over, <clears throat> over seven and a half on the Washington Redskins uh, plus $1.25. Uh, that's uh, not guaranteed yet uh we're leaning towards that uh weak division dallas i think is really overrated uh 
Uh, Philadelphia is much improved. Giants are much improved. You know, uh, so uh, we're, we're leaning o- over on the Washington. Uh, I can't even call them the Commanders because to me that gives into the woke mob. So the Washington Redskins <laughs> over seven and a half, uh, maybe. And uh, so it, it's either we're going to go over on the Washington Redskins or under on Dallas it's uh those are the two and that's going to be for a much for about a two to three k bet for the series but the three that uh we decided on uh Seattle under six Cincinnati over nine and a half uh and San Francisco over nine and a half San Francisco's now moved to 10 so I don't think you can get the nine and a half um you know, Phil, people want to say, like, Phil likes to brag about, well, I've won 10 years in a row and I, all my preseason picks. Yeah, but the only thing is, is, is uh, last six years, uh, we've done it together. So, um, my ROI is the best ROI in history. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Here's another little look, look, Daniels. Look at what she put this here. You see? I did see that. Yeah, that's really nice, Rachel. So, yeah, so I woke up today, and um, a girl I'm seeing uh, put a bunch of pictures of me and Flash all around the house, and I didn't even know she did it So until I woke up today because she lives in L.A. So it was really nice to see. Uh, you know, she sees how attached I was to Flash, so... Uh, 21 years, you know, almost, he almost made it. He was doing so good. We were joking around two days ago that um, he'd improved so much, like even though he was blind and and he had the the stroke the first time, um, he'd, he stopped running into walls. He stopped walking into corners. He started walking up in the bed, talking to me again, uh Learn. I mean, literally, he's such a was such a smart cat. He 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 learned how to he learned how to walk. He learned how to navigate himself blind, and he did it fluently in about seven weeks. So you know, I really had high hopes that he was going to be okay. And unfortunately, you know, when he had another stroke yesterday, I mean, it was it left him almost paralyzed and. Uh, completely unresponsive to me and I just he couldn't eat drink or anything he just was completely unresponsive and I just I took him in and uh, I was hoping for a miracle but I I knew there was nothing they could do so it it was really tough on me last night it'll be probably tough on me today uh, tomorrow and for the next few weeks because you know you still think he's going to show up and and be around but uh once it sinks in he's i'm never going to see him again it's it'll be very tough on me i worry more about the other cats i'm uh, you know little ace he uh he's had him since he was birth you know he's been with him since he was born and and ace is so dependent on flash so he was pretty kind of he was a little you could see that he was really depressed you know how amazing cats are is um when when we came home yesterday and I had my the paperwork and Flash's collar laying on my bed 
uh, Ace came over and he literally sat on it for 20 minutes. That's how cats just know they're they're really amazing. So uh, you know, <laughs> it was I was going to do a podcast yesterday and I was going to have Flash on because he was doing so good. I wanted you guys to see him again how good he was doing and 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 then everything bad happened yesterday and uh you know it's part of life man just gotta gotta move forward it's it's tough i'll try not to cry on the stream today uh i did a lot of crying yesterday so um you know so let's go let's see we'll switch over to poker um Uh, a lot of things like happened last week. Phil got a lot of shit on that uh, high stakes week on the streams for doing his normal playing 100, 200, 400 with 3,000 in front of him. Uh, he says he's going to buy in for no less than 300K on a stream from now on. Uh, okay, we'll see. I'd like to see it, you know. Uh I do agree that Baker Mayfield is the second best quarterback in that uh, division. Uh, I think Cleveland made a huge mistake with the with the Deshaun Watson thing. Even though I think Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback, but will he be a top five quarterback coming back from basically two years off? How many quarterbacks have you guys seen in the history of football? to miss two years and come back and be a top five quarterback. Hmm. Not one year, two years, basically. Last year in 11 games. Baker Mayfield uh, really got a bad rap. I mean, he was playing with an injured shoulder and an injured thumb last year. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's a great quarterback, but uh, I think Cleveland gave him the shaft my opinion we'll see what happens um so high stakes week was uh pretty pretty unbelievable they had the 116 hour stream i want to congratulate ryan feldman on nick fertucci on an amazing week high stake week uh i think that i'm going to literally have ryan come on the podcast here next week maybe ryan and nick to discuss how Basically, the success of the stream is uh, doing really well. Uh, As far as poker goes for me, I have not been doing well. So you guys have heard me not brag because I don't like to brag, but tell you about how I won 42 out of 43 weeks and, and life was great. And so I decided after five weeks off of not playing poker that I was bored and Flash was doing better. So I was going to jump in and last week I played one day. I played as poor as I possibly could have played. Literally as poor as I could have played. Lost 24,000 and jumped in this week uh played a hand as bad as I could play. I, I, you know, I shouldn't say I, I played it that bad. I knew he didn't have the nut flush draw. Uh, and I, in a bomb pot, I flopped the open ender and a queen high flush draw. And I um, 
I uh, called, came a spade on the turn, nine of, or eight of spades. Uh, he bet small, I called, then he overbet river, and I almost folded. I thought maybe he had like king six of spades. The flop came five, six, seven with five, seven of spades. I had the queen four of spades. Uh, so when the eight of spades came on the turn, uh, you know, he could have had ace six of spades, I guess, but. Anyways, I, I, I my instincts just told me he didn't have the ace high flush, and I end up calling, and he had nine six of spade for a straight flush. Uh, I lose like ten thousand in that hand. I end up losing seventy five hundred for the day. So I'm down like thirty two thousand last two plays, um, and then Flash got you know what happened with Flash yesterday, so I didn't play. Um, so that's kind of like where I stand the last. Uh, two plays playing poker I uh, took the week off I was supposed to be in LA I was supposed to play the WPT and instead I lost 32,000 in two plays here so uh, you know it's part of poker I mean uh, you can't just I've told you all for a long time that uh, I knew I was running extremely extremely well and uh, I I shouldn't even blame myself. I, I, it's not like I the money I lost is is, is I ran bad. I, I played bad. I mean, I paid off a nine k bet for where I was drawing dead with top pair, and he had the duck flush. I paid off a. I put up made a ten thousand dollar bluff for no reason. Uh, every, everything I lost is self inflicted. So, you know, I need to play better. And I, I always worry when I take time off. There, the, the, what's the biggest problem that happens to people when you when you play poker every day and uh, or you don't play poker for a month? Is the toughest thing is getting if you put yourself in tough spots is getting away from hands because you haven't played in a while and you're not really you know zoned in and and so you know every, every, everything I lost was payoffs. You know, not getting away from hands and my greatness of playing poker is getting away from hands i am fantastic at getting away from hands so when you're not getting away from hands uh and you haven't played in a while then you end up losing so a tough uh, couple plays in the cash games uh you asked if i play with keating yeah i play with keating all the time uh you know keating is a good hustler let's just put it that way Keating could do things I can never do. Uh, Antonio Esfandieri could do it. Uh, Keating can do it. Uh, I, I know other people that do it. I cannot going into a game, gamble, expect to lose, so I could then get invited to bigger games and win a lot more money. I mean, I can't lose two hundred thousand on purpose. So I could win eight hundred thousand in the long run. I, it's just not in my uh, my repertoire. I I just can't lose. I I, I place that to win all the time. So it's uh uh yeah. So it's just not not in my repertoire of losing on purpose to get invites to bigger games. Uh, Keating's a really good guy. Uh, he's a good poker player. Don't don't think that his ninety percent 
ROI is the way he plays poker because it's uh, he's really good at uh, advertising. That's all I can tell. I shouldn't even be saying that, you know. Then then he mad at me for not getting invites or whatever. I mean, he's not. Listen, is Keating a great player? No, but he's he, he gives action and he gets paid and. I mean, you saw the hand with Persons who had ace high when he had fives full, just bluff off 400,000 of them. And, I mean, well, what's he going to do I mean, when when uh, Wesley calls 135,000 preflop with two tens? Like, let's see, 135,000 is, uh, uh, what? 40, 35 big blinds. No, what am I saying? Let's see, 400 big blinds. So yeah, 10 is 4,000. Oh, what am I saying? Like 300, 300 big blinds. 350 big blinds with 10s pre-flop. Uh, yeah, what are you going to do? I mean... I mean, you think Wesley's going to stay in money calling 350 big blinds with 10s pre-flop? Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch too much. I watch a little bit, you know. Of, I'm just not a, a poker watcher. It's just really not what I do. So, uh, let's see. So, we've got September 1st. NFL starts next week. I can't believe it. It seems like yesterday I was in Cabo for Super Bowl weekend. Uh, wow. I mean, the just time flies. I don't even, I can't even believe it. You know, the World Series, two months. Took a month off, you know. The doctor said Flash had two weeks to live when he had uh, the first stroke, second week of the series. And then he had a retinal hemorrhage uh, three days before the series ended. And the doctor said there's no way he lives more than two more weeks. And um, and he actually recovered from them. And he ended, he ended up living eight more weeks. So God bless him. You know, he, he, out, he, uh, he was a fighter to the end. You know, he did really good. Pretty proud of him, actually. You know, he's, uh, it was really sad to let him go. But he fought to the very end. I see uh, uh, people want to ask me also, and uh, we're going to start taking some phone calls here uh, for anybody who wants to talk. We talk about uh, lots of things, but uh, I was talking to Berkey yesterday. So Berkey thinks uh, Phil is just like the worst poker player ever, right? And all Phil does is win. Uh, I didn't want to go public, you know, with our little spat on uh, Twitter. And uh, I like Berkey. I think he's good for poker. Uh, But, I mean, Berkey is a good, a really good guy. And can he play good, Berkey? He can. But every time I watch, there's a lot of things that he doesn't like about Phil's game, but Phil can make big folds. Uh, Berkey Duck can't. Uh, he said uh, that he would mortgage his house and his deed to his house to play Phil head up 1,000, 2,000. Okay. Phil will play him 1,000, 2,000. He'll buy him for 200,000, 100 big blinds. Then Phil will buy in another 200,000 and it's head up. And 
I, I, I just think that people's egos get in their way. Um, I've said it before. Egos will break you. Cards will make you stay humble. And I, I understand there's a lot of things about Phil's game that a lot of the top players just despise and think he's bad at or whatever. But you know, they, they he does so many good things also that that overcome them and I uh, I'm not trying to just tote on Phil because Phil has yeah I, he has he has a lot of flaws and and his egos and always always fucking himself you know what I'm saying but all he does is win so I think when you overreact everything's a, a knee jerk reaction right it's like let's like even in politics right you so many people oh i despise trump as a person i just that and but they don't see a lot of the good things he do they can't see past the the way that the man as a person is and and he's you know i i think he's a fucking idiot but i'm just saying but that doesn't mean that he has done amazing things for the country. See, so they can't see past the hatred of him. It's the same thing with Phil. They can't see past how poorly Phil sizes, uh, how poorly Phil's mechanics are, uh, and see a lot of the uh, of the good things he does and how he goats people into doing certain things. So, you know, it, everything I, I when I said projection, you you you, you project things. And you just, you got to be able to see past what your brain sometimes thinks it sees. It projects things, it sees a certain thing, and you get an emotional response. Uh, Oh, Phil sucks at poker. Look how bad he played. That's an emotional response, right? Oh, Donald Trump, what a fucking idiot. Look what, look what he just said. It's an emotional response instead of a sometimes smarter response. So, you know, I, I don't think Phil's and Berkey are ever going to play. And if I, if they played, I, I, I personally would put my money on Phil. You know, uh, I've, I've, you know how many times I've sat there and told Phil I don't like his chances and he just beats everybody, you know? I mean, say what you want. Maybe, maybe he, maybe everybody's right and he's the luckiest player in poker. Maybe it's possible, but he's beaten everybody who stepped up to the plate against him. He's beat, you know, he's beat Doug. He's beat Jungle Man. He's beat, Tom Dwan, he's beat Daniel three times, Antonio three times. I mean, like, there comes a point that you need to just try and analyze some of the things he does. Like I said, when you five bet the three eight of clubs, check call the Jack ten six rainbow board with the three eight of clubs and then rip it on the turn and win a pot. And then you fold for one bet, ace-jack of spades, and Daniel has ace-queen. Do you really, really think that that's just luck? No, it's called instincts. It's intuition. Phil's got great intuition and terrible 
He's got terrible mechanics. But te- Phil Mitty has terrible mechanics. I, I just don't know why he doesn't want to work on them. But that's up to him. Anyways, let's take some phone calls for about an hour, and then we'll watch the uh, Notre Dame-Ohio State game tonight. Uh, uh, so let's, uh, before we take some phone calls for, if you haven't heard yet, and you want to play, $4,000 added in my online private game tomorrow. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. $200 deposit. There's going to be about 25 or 30 people, which is a 2500 to 3K prize pool. And there will be 4000 added. It's uh, it's basically a free roll for flashy. Uh, all the people who play in my game, you know, we, we uh, have Zoom for and all hung up out for about the last two and a half years. And... Um, you know, Flash was really special to them, and also so we're going to do a little four thousand dollar added to the prize pool in celebration of Flash's life. Um, email mouthpokeryahoo.com. Four thousand dollar added tomorrow night at seven p.m. Uh, deposit two hundred hundred dollar buy-in tournament, and you'll have a chance to basically win double the prize pool more it'll be more than double the prize pool so uh i'd like to see uh you guys uh come on in there and uh and uh shoot the shit with me and everybody also i'll also be a hundred dollar bounty so not only will it be four thousand added to a 30 player prize pool but then I'll also be a $100 bounty. I might even be a $200 bounty. I'm not sure. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. And, uh, and then uh, that'll be uh, tomorrow night at 7 p.m. So um, let's uh, take some phone calls. We'll, uh, we haven't talked to any politics yet. We can uh, talk about... Pr- Biden's disastrous speech two days ago where he looked like he was in the gates of hell screaming MAGA 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 we're all gonna die MAGA MAGA oh we're gonna die there's such a threat to, yeah I keep hearing about the threat to democracy I don't see any MAGA people burning shit down I see Antifa people burning shit down shit, they burned down 140,000 businesses in 2020 140,000, most of them owned by black-owned businesses. And we have the mainstream media. Crickets! The mouthpiece. If you'd like to take part in our phone call segment, you can give us a call at 702-329-0480. And if you're a snowflake or a pussy and you don't want to talk to me, you can email me at mouthpiecepodcast at gmail.com. Also, follow me at the Mouth Mattiso on Twitter for times that our call in segment will be live. 702-329-0480. Give us a call. We'll talk poker. We'll talk flash. We'll talk sports, politics. What else is there to talk about? NFL next weekend. Ooh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Fun to watch. 
fun watching the NFL without betting. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. You know, uh, what's his name? Kirk made a good point. Phil has more money than all of them and values money more than these flash-in-the-pan gamblers. That is so true. Phil truly has a lot of money and values it. He has no interest in losing two or 300000 in a session, right? Like these guys are like, man, yeah, I'll play. I'll lose a million dollars. Stop my money. I'm getting staked, right? Or, But when you got money... You know, nobody likes to lose 300,000 or 200,000. Fuck, I hate to lose 20,000. And, you know, yeah, you hate to lose 2,000. You know, it's so it's like if you don't like to lose, you don't play big. It doesn't mean that you're afraid. It means you worked your ass off your life and you don't want to risk. In poker, nothing's guaranteed. I mean, I don't know. They say Garrett's like the best player, right? I watched him lose a hundred thousand in a hand. I wouldn't have lost fucking seven thousand with yesterday. You know, I mean, I I don't even understand calling a five bet with tens. I mean, what was he hoping to be for another forty seven thousand? Uh, maybe that again. Maybe he's setting him up for something later in, in uh, the game. I don't know, but you know, some people like to win or lose two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand a day. You know, uh, I don't, uh, Phil don't and doesn't and, uh, that's it. So that's just the way he plays. 702-329-0480. Give me a call. Uh, we'll talk about whatever y'all want to do. If you motherfuckers don't want to talk to me, I don't give a shit. I'll just, uh, go watch some football. Um, is our phones working, bro? Mm-hmm. They are. They should be. Nobody loves us. Nobody loves me anymore. Well, you know, I haven't had a, I haven't had a podcast, and we only had this is only the second one we've had in about eight, nine weeks. You know, we had the World Series, uh, and then we had, um, uh, uh, and then Flashy was sick, so. Oh, here's something we haven't talked about. Uh, people want to know about Texas. We'll get to that in a second. Welcome to the mouthpiece. This is Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? It's Giovanni from Santa Clarita, California. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, sorry about your cat, man. It's uh, yeah, it's a uh, that's a that's a big hit, and uh, I always appreciated watching Flashy come out. And, man, <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, you know, I was, uh, you know, I was thinking about that. You know, so many of the uh, regulars that listen to the show that always like, you know, him coming up and saying hello, and you know, he's a good cat. I mean, I, I was blessed. I mean, he was four months short of his twenty-first birthday. I mean, that's a long time for a cat yeah. to live. You know, it's like he was a over a, over a hundred years old. You know, so. It, yeah, it was a little, the only thing that really shocked me is he was improving so much after he had the stroke the second week of the series. Uh, learned how to literally learned how to walk blind and stopped by the lot by the, by the time uh, 
right before he passed away yesterday, he he literally stopped running into things. He stopped going into corners. He he literally he's such a smart cat. He he he, he adapted so well. So you know, mm-hmm. it, it 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 the only it was a big hit on me because i didn't see it coming i saw him improving 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 every day where most of the time you see your animals when things start to go bad they start to deteriorate every day and even the doctor said he was really really shocked that he took such a bad turn uh like that and he 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 said that he had that when when the he had like a three minute vomiting or his whole he was like wrenching and retching, and I'm like, I was going to call the doctor as soon as I woke up to, to see if I had some medicine for his stomach, you know. And then the doctor yeah. said that that that, that 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 hard vomiting was probably having a stroke, and that's where it left him, uh, the situation where he was. Gotcha. So, yeah, you know, gotcha. well, it's. I do have a question for you, poker sure. wise. I mean, of course. Uh, uh, not 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 transition make a hard transition no we're good i'm 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 really doing well i'm having a good day good 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 well so um i've taken a few bad beats and i've decided to kind of take a break i was wondering if you've ever had you know where you were just getting beat and you thought you know i need to take a break and how long usually how long does it take you to kind of recover mentally from like that's a that's a really good fact okay so like i was saying earlier uh my last two plays i've lost thirty-two thousand. right uh all of it not even some of it is self-inflicted i it's just like easy getaways that i paid off um and that's because i hadn't been playing for a month uh but uh, even the other day when I lost seventy five hundred, I quit the game. I I noticed that I'm sitting there for an hour, two hours, and I'm just getting no hands, right? And I said, in the old days, I just sit there grind, 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 right? Uh, yeah. In 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 this day and age, now that I I'm doing well in life and. And I'm not under so much pressure to win. I just said, you know what? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna quit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not catching cards. Uh, I don't feel comfortable in the game yet. And and again, when you don't play, no limit holdems a total game of feel. During the series and going into the series, I was in a big winning streak in no limit. I had great feel. I was my my moves were good. My my, I was getting away from hands. Everything was great. You know, I knew uh, the first week I, 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 I played one day and I won like 32,000. And I'm like, wow, I played really good. I'm like, I, I hadn't played in like a week, you know. But then after taking a month off, you know, all of a sudden I, I, I was back to trying my hardest. And here's another reason why I quit like in, in the game the other day. Like even when I was uh, down... Uh, I'm sorry, the day before I lost 7,500, I broke dead even, but I got 12,000 in with aces. Thought there was a limper, I raised big, call, call, came 489 with two hearts, I bet big, guy behind calls, and the limper check raises to 2,500. Now I got aces with the ace of hearts, so there's 489 with two hearts, so that takes away the nut flush draw so what do i beat i beat jack 10 of hearts right 
But I ripped it in there yeah. anyways. He had three fucking eights. Of course he did. Mm-hmm. I got we run two mm-hmm. boards. On yeah. the second board I hit heart heart to 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 suck out to get my money back. And then I just quit because I'm like, what are you doing? This is just like an easy fold. It's like he does, he never has a draw here. I've got the ace of hearts. What The only hand I beat is jack 10 of hearts. He's never check-raising two players with a nine. You see what I'm saying? So I was real upset about yeah, that. Yeah. That was another hand that I didn't get away with. So I was talking about, okay, I lost 32K the last two weeks, and all 32K I didn't get away from the hands, right? And then there was 12K I didn't get away from. I got lucky. So I see I'm not playing well, and I see I'm not getting cards. Uh, I, I just decided to, to, to quit that day and then and then quit, uh, quit uh, you know, the other day down 7,500. So when you say, you know, what you asked, you know, taking time off, yeah. You know, if you're not getting cards and – you feel like you're not getting away from hands or you're not playing your best or you're not bluffing enough uh, or when you're bluffing, you're getting caught. Uh, it, take take a couple of days off and reset. Reset, man. Yeah. You know, what I? that's what yeah. I do. You know, I, I, if I don't like the way I'm playing or I'm not catching cars, I, I, now, now the old me never did it. <laughs> the old me just never quit, you know. But yeah. I, I yeah. tell myself, hey, you know, Mike, you've got a good life right now. You're almost out of debt, pretty much out of debt. Uh, you, you're you sitting, you know, you don't need to to lose 20, 30 day after day after day. And put, then what happens? You lose 10 days in a row. Now you're. Now you're struggling for money again, and don't worry. People think yeah. that you you can't lose twenty five thousand ten days in a row. You, you you got another thing coming. That's why, you know, Kirk was talking about Phil. You know, he he, he he's like, yeah, Phil doesn't like to gamble and lose big money like these fucking panhandler, pan, you know, gamblers. And he's right. You know, why do you need yeah. to lose a lot of money when you got a lot of money, right? Like yeah. people don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't judge anybody how they play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so if he, you know, if he wants to be conservative with his money, uh, that that's 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 fine. You know, but it's, yeah. whatever happens at the table, and, and, the table. and the truth yeah. of the matter is, is if Phil sits down with three hundred thousand and he wins three hundred, I'm like, I got a good day. I won three hundred. Doesn't do anything to change his life, right? Yeah. He loses three hundred. Right, right. Phil goes crazy he is an emotional person he fucking hates to lose okay so phil would rather win small all the time like like chop 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 or and or lose small you know what i mean then then that's just what he does and and people don't see what the the, the, uh, the good things. Okay, so what does Phil do? He puts himself on streams with the biggest streamers in the world who then retweet a lot of the hands, and then he gets hundreds of thousands of followers, and he risks very little. So what people don't see yeah. what he's getting out of it, right? He then... He's, friend, he's friends with all these big streamers. They call him all the time. They call him to play poker with. And he risks very little, and he gets himself. Then he gets invited to, you know, he gets himself on. People don't see 
what Phil's doing. Phil doesn't want to gamble big, but you know what? It's going to be interesting. People just keep calling him out and calling him out and calling him out, and they see how he plays. Oh, he's a nit. He's a nit. He's just a nit, 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 nit. Well, let me tell you something. The most successful poker players in the world are fucking nits, okay? People who play tight is right. Don't listen to any of the bullshit. <laughs> tight is fucking yeah. right. It's just yeah. it. Think, tight you know, is right. Happened, I, yeah, what happened to me was I, you know, I started way like in the the, the moneymaker boom, mm-hmm. and um, when I went to uh, I went to the bike and somebody said, "Hey, that's the twenty forty game." I thought it was the twenty forty buy in game, you know. Okay. But I ended up sitting uh, and learning. Poker at the 2040 limit uh, and mix game up there at the bike, and I was sitting with Juwanda and all these guys, and I had no idea who they were. It wasn't until I saw them on TV, and I'm like, yeah, I'm playing with that guy, you know. So I, I I started playing kind of the back then. That was 2040 was higher stakes, yeah. but now like you know, I went busto, I went super busto, and I and I never I never borrowed money from anybody. So I just kind of worked my way up, and I went back to school, got a house. So I'm like you. Um, how you're saying, like, you feel like you're in a good place, you don't need to lose much, right? Right. So then I jump back into the game, and I think I, you know, and 5-5 five, five is big for me now, you know? Like, 5-5 yeah. five, five is, is big for me because, you know, I have I have a bankroll set aside just for poker, and I couldn't launch. Like, I couldn't rocket. My rocket got capped, you know, because because uh, I get, kept getting sucked down on, you know? So, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, you've been around for a long time, so you know, the ups and downs way more than me. And like you yeah. said, I'm not risking, I'm not going to risk my, uh, my livelihood for poker again, you know, cause I, I mm-hmm. did that once and it was fun. But well, I mean, it, you know, I've had was, tens of millions of dollars and I've lost so many millions bet in sports and all and playing the biggest games. And I, I used to play yeah. and couldn't give two fucks about a hundred thousand, you know? And now yeah. I yeah. play where five thousand means something to me. I mean, I used to go to strip I clubs. Yeah. I used to go to strip clubs and spend five, ten thousand every Saturday night with my girlfriend. Wow! I mean, we got well, me, my I'll girlfriend. To... My girlfriend liked to, be... uh, liked to strippers, and she liked drinking champagne. And you go to the strip clubs. It was twelve hundred fifty bucks for a bottle of of uh, uh, what's the good stuff called. Uh, uh, Dom. No, not Dom, but the one after that. Uh, Cristal. So we drink two, three bottles of Cristal, thirty-seven fifty. The strippers are there with us drinking, and they're drinking shots. It was like, yeah, you know, and it was like we. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't have any respect for money, you know. Then I had the injury, yeah. and things got bad for me. And then what happens, you know? Now I have respect for yeah. money. Well, I play. I I, I play. In good games, I when I'm winning and I'm playing well, I keep playing. If I'm losing and if I misplay a hand or two, I just quit. And that's the, that's the biggest key when you're playing poker. The biggest lesson you need to learn is, and it, people do the opposite. They get stuck and they just keep playing and they play bad. How many people do you know play yeah. good when they're stuck? Not many. I'm one of yeah. them. I don't know if you're one of them or not. I play better when I'm stuck, right? So um, so most people start playing bad, and play, when they're stuck, they play worse, and they keep playing. So yeah, overall, I, I play okay. 
Right. I'm okay short stacked, but when I'm feeling broke, I play terrible. Right. Okay. So what what have I learned? What have I learned? Was that Danielle? No, it was Tara. Oh, it was Tara. I forgot to bring over your cookies. Oh, okay. Hi, Tara. Hi. And uh, so, uh, uh, so, so what have I learned the most? When you're playing well and you're winning, you keep playing. Because what happens when you're winning and playing well? People kind of fear you, allows you to make more moves, allows you to steal more pots, right? What happens when you're playing yeah. well? People are losing and not playing well. Oh, look, he's losing. I'll call. He's playing bad. He's not. He can't win a pot, right? So oh, yeah. what does that tell you? It took me, I, it, in 2008, I figured this out. So you're talking about 12 years of playing poker, always playing when I'm buried for days, and 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 not playing. People like, oh, I'm up 8,000. Oh, okay, I'm up 8,000. Uh, I think I'm going to quit for the night and go see a movie, right? They always hit and run when they're winning and play forever when they're losing. Well, it's the opposite. You're supposed to play as long as you can when you're winning and quit when you're losing because you're always going to be in a better frame of mind and people are going to fear you more when you're winning than when you're losing. And so, so everybody does the opposite and you see it over and over and over. How many people do you watch that get stuck, right? The average person get out. Yeah. Most of them play bad, and they just have a terrible night. You know, we had yeah. a guy in our game the other day. A guy in our game the other day. Now I, that I wasn't feeling good. This was the night Flashy got sick. This was uh, yeah, uh, basically two. Uh, yes, uh, not last night, but the night before, where uh, I wasn't feeling good. I was down eighty three bucks. I had a stomach virus. I wasn't feeling good. I quit. Right, but one of the guys in the game who we like to play with, uh, in five minutes was down nineteen thousand. I said, "Well, this guy's got," and he and he ends up losing a pretty big number, right? And uh, I don't want to yeah. talk numbers or anything, but that's that you see it all, all the time. And and of course, I wasn't feeling good. I'm like, ah, I should have gotten the game. I knew he was going to go off for a big number. He always does when he gets stuck. You know what I'm saying? And so that's 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 just kind of like what you were just saying. You know, if you're not running good, you're not. You know, take time off. You know, take a couple of days off. If you don't feel good, you get back in the game. You don't feel like playing. Quit. You're you're not in no rush to play now. If you need to play to make money to make a live to to pay your bills, well, then you better wash your fucking face, get in that fucking shower, drink, grab yourself some uh, caffeine. Clear your fucking head and jump in there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but if you're in a yeah. spot that you're not that desperate to do it, absolutely take as much time as you can off. You know, make yourself yeah. ready to play. You know? Yeah, I think I'll play your game tomorrow. I'll play that. It sounds pretty cool. Uh, I'll, I'll be emailing you and getting in that game. Sounds like fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate right, the call. Uh, get in there and. Uh, I'm going to send you some good vibes, my man, and have a good week playing. And if you want to come jump in the the little uh, $4,000 added uh, tournament we're running on my in my online game tomorrow, uh, email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Uh, the cash games will be good, small games, a lot of fun, and, uh, you know, it'll be an extra, cool. extra, be an extra two, right. grand, two grand added for first, probably. So, nice. all right, my man, take Appreciate care. It, Thanks Mikey. a lot. All right. 
All right, 702-329-0480. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m. in my online poker room. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Deposit 200 bucks, 4,000 added into our 7 p.m. tournament. It's going to be good. Yo! Welcome to Mouthpiece. Who's this? This is your old pal Jones from... uh from your chat. Yeah, what's going on, man? How are you? Oh, not too much. Mikey, I always wanted to call in. You know, I've watched you for years and years, man. For uh, I've been a poker player since uh, I'm just a couple of years older than you. I've played cards since I was five years old, man. Oh, that's awesome, man. I appreciate you. Oh, I love on. the game. I love the game. I love I love the game. And uh, and I, I love your show, man. And uh, I just wanted to call in and let you know that, uh, you know, I'm I'm a fan of yours, and uh, I like uh, that you speak up on all these things, too, that are going on in uh, America. God bless America, man. Yeah, People man. Need to speak up now. Just gotta, you got to try and uh, educate people. Uh, try yeah, and, man. Try sure. and see people. Most people, in, in, you know, what's going on in America, they can't see past their own bias, okay? And uh, I've learned, because I used to be way far on the right, I mean, I think I'm five five degrees on the right now, maybe. But I've learned to separate your 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 bias from reality, and I try sure. and teach people what was going on. I mean, if you if you look back at everything I said about the vaccines, right? I was right about everything. Everything I said about almost <laughs> almost everything, you know, that they called it conspiracy theories, right? I ended up being right about, right? It's like, how many conspiracies can one person be right about? You know, it's like, it's so unbelievable that we live in such a dishonest country when it comes to our media that it's it's sad. It's it's terrible. It's it's terrible. They just it's criminal. What's going on? It's just. uh, I mean, it's over the top and. I mean, but it's, you know, it's if, good for people to speak up, man. If you said, let's just say you didn't know, I, I was, when I first like became political, I was really uneducated, right? So let's just say, and people looked at me like I was crazy, like, what are you talking about? The meat, everything the media says is a lie. They, they looked at you, and, and if you're a regular everyday person, you would be like, okay, this guy has got a screw loose. What's he talking about? But when you do your homework, you realize that the every single thing the media says is made up. It's all propaganda, all of it. Uh, it's true. And they're, how is they're controlled one hundred percent? They're all controlled by 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 the lobbyists and the high, and the high interest. Yeah. The what's it called? The interest people. The uh, that that's it. The whole world is controlled by the rich. Well, the, the, the very few people. It's true, man. It's true. I'm an old geezer, and I've been a political uh, junkie kind of all my life. I grew up in a house where my mom and dad uh, told me that I should pay attention to what's going on because, you know, these politicians, they'll try to cheat you. They'll try to lie to you. They'll try to steal from you. They're all. I mean, I'm not not just talking about I'm not talking about just on the left, but the right. They're just as corrupt. Lindsey Graham's no, and McConnell's no, of the true. world. Those two people, Lindsey Graham and fucking Mitch McConnell, are are 
are so corrupt sure that oh, it's yeah. disgraceful. I mean, yeah, they're just no as bad as Pelosi and Schumer. I mean, it's just you got to yeah. pay attention to what's going on, and 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 there you are a lot of attention. there's a lot of good people. You know, I I'm really good. There friends. is a lot of good people still for sure. There definitely is a lot of good people in the world, man. Yeah. It's time for. Uh, to put these criminals out the pasture, man, take uh, our world back. I know a lot of people hate politics, and I understand yeah. that. Well, they it's so divisive. It, that's as, why, as, you know, it, it really is. They it's try so to make divisive. it venomous, and they try to make it as 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 boring as they can because they don't want people to pay attention. They don't want people to But watch, they don't. You know? The biggest thing they don't want is they want to divide us. The media has to divide us to make us hate each other and make their side, you're right or I'm wrong, right? And so it's it's like, even with my friends that are on the left that are on my stream, right? We're we're friends, we get along. We're not divided. We're divided by, we're divided by what the media tells us. You see what I'm trying to say? The media makes us believe that I'm right, you're wrong, you're right, I'm wrong. See what I'm saying? Sure, they want us all to hate each other. Yeah. And like when, I told I told somebody, you know, me and me and my friend Danny, we were hanging out uh a couple weeks ago and we were talking and and the truth of the matter is, is right, you have the fifteen percent wackos on the left and fifty percent wackos on the right, right? So and then you have the thirty five percent on each side, right? And we're not on the right, we're not right about everything. On the left, they're not wrong about everything, and vice versa, right? So, of that thirty-five percent on each side, you have you have the fruit and you have the poison. You have to separate the fruit from the poison on each side, and you debate the fruit and the poison with your friends of the thirty-five percent. And if you're able to accept. Once you accept the fruit on each side, that's called, you know, what is it called? Bipartisan, right? So you accept what they're saying. Okay, I agree with you. Okay, when you disagree, then it's still the poison. And it stays the poison until you learn to try and agree. And everything's about acceptance and non-acceptance. That's right. That's their biggest fear is they want us all to hate each other. They want us all to be divided and mad at each other. And that's their biggest fear is that we'll all unite and say, listen, this is enough of this. They can't have that. They they say, I want to unite. They don't want to unite no country. They want to unite the country on their values. Right. If the people ever really united, that would be the worst nightmare. Worst nightmare. How can they get people out to vote if we're united? Right. What happened? La- what what happened the last time the country was united? Right. Think about it. Think about what happened the last time the country was united. It was after nine eleven and George Bush got a second term. Right. He won a second term uh, with one of the biggest landslide victories in, in our lifetime. You know, they, they they can't have that. They can't have that because if the country's united and everything's going well, who's ever in power? Right will then stay in power. So if the Democrats are in power, the the GOP can't have the the the, the Democrats unite everyone or they'll stay in power, right? So they have to do whatever they can with their fake news, 
you know, to get everybody angry enough so the GOP gets in power. Now, if the GOP got in power, what happens if they unite? Well, then the other side won't see power. You see what I'm saying? So they must keep us separated. And it's pretty sad. That's uh, true, man. It's true, man. Hey, and I know people, when they hear politics, they get that blank look, and I understand it. it yeah, I do. mind-numbing, but it is. We, we all need to, for the common good, people need to speak up and stand against this stuff. You know, like, I love my fellow man. I love my guy. I don't want to see anyone screwed over. I don't want to run anyone over. The I don't want to control anyone. The thing I don't want to steal anyone's stuff. With all the horrible things that are going on in the world, right? The thing that I am very passionate about, and even Daniel, who's on the left, is passionate about, is the gender ideology being pushed on young kids. Has That's true poison. That is true poison. The fact that they're... Like murder. It's like, like when the they... fact that they're literally like cutting 10 and 11 year olds breast off. And and uh, I mean, we have got to stop. The, the I have no problems with transgenders over 18. You do what you want. We must find a yeah, way to stop. Whatever. This, Little this, kids, no this, way. Yes. Man. I mean, can you imagine? Do you remember when you were eight, nine years old? I mean, you wanted to be a pirate. You wanted to be a fireman. You, yeah. Now they're like, oh, how yeah. do you like being a girl? Would you like to be a boy? Yes, mom. That would be fun to be a boy. Okay, my kid's transgender. Fucking give him a penis. Cut off his fu- her, her boobs. Oh, you want to be a girl? Cut off his penis. I mean, come, what world are we living in? You know? That's my uh, biggest thing. It's true, Mikey. It's true, Mikey. And... I just wanted to let you know, hey, I appreciate people that speak up. You know, I try to speak up whenever I can. And, uh, you know, everyone in the chat, hey, uh, God bless everyone. God yep. bless America. Yep. God bless all the people that believe in freedom and truth yep. and decency. And, uh, you know, I love poker and I love all that stuff. But people just need to pay a little bit of attention to what's really going on here. And uh, save our fellow man. Let's save this. Uh, save our country. I agree. Save, save us. You got it, my man. Evil garbage. Stay These strong. Guys have been doing this Stay stuff strong. for 150 years or more than that. You know. They've yep. Stay strong. Have belief stuff. in God. You know, I'm going to tell a story here in a minute, and uh, you can listen to it when you're offline here, and, I, and I will, you'll understand I will. why. I will. Why I have so it, why belief in God is so important. So, I all right, my man. Thanks too, for calling. Have a great day. It's hard. It's hard to deny at this point there's good and evil, man. There's a battle of good yep. and evil going the on. poison and the yeah. fruit. Just always tell yourself, the poison and the fruit. That's what it's all about. That's it, so. that's it man. Hey, that's it, Mikey. Hey, listen, I always wanted to call in. I'm glad I called in. Me too. I've been a fan of yours for a long time. I love yep. your show. I love your stream. Here's to everyone in the chat there. And uh, yep. uh, if you see, see Philly, tell him uh, he's got a big fan out here, too. And, uh, all right. Uh, Sounds good. God bless you, Mikey. God bless you, Mikey. I'm sorry to hear about Flash, man. I love that little cat. I love. I I love your show. I love. Thank you so much, man. And we're gonna we're gonna be running. uh, We're gonna be having a a podcast every week, starting next week, especially with the football start. All right, I'm I'm always try to be here whenever you come on, man. I love your show, man. All right, my man. Thank you so much. I'm an old like you. I'm a couple years older than you. Sounds good, man. Means a lot. Means a lot to me. It really does. Thanks a lot. Yeah, bro. All right. Have a good. Have a good night, brother. You too. Peace. Yeah, so, uh, you know, 
when I say believe in God, this is, this is a good little story. You guys will like this. So uh, on Tuesday, um, my best friend told me his father is going to Israel. Would I like a note put in the Wailing Wall? Anybody that doesn't know about the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem, uh, it's considered the whale, the wall of God and that God uh, basically lives inside the wall and everybody puts notes inside the wall. Uh, so he asked me, would I like a note put inside the wall? And I said, yeah, I, I, I would. And I said, I'd like to put a note in the wall to watch after Flashy and to my brother uh, was a little bit sick and to watch after my brother. And so he went to Israel Wednesday morning uh, and he put the note in the wall and uh, Flashy passed away four hours later. Now, I don't believe that's a coincidence. You know, he went all the way to Israel and told him to put a thing in the wall to, you know, to keep it, you know, for God to, you know, take care of Flashy, you know. And uh, people who... I'm not saying you have to be religious, but I feel sorry for people that don't believe in God. I think that's one of the biggest problems we have uh, in the world right now. And if you look over, and if everybody that's on the stream or listens to the stream just goes and Googles the Ten Commandments, if everybody in the world would follow the Ten Commandments, we'd have world peace. We wouldn't have what we have today. Whether you believe in God or not, if you follow the Ten Commandments, let's, let's just say you don't believe God gave us the Ten Commandments. I do believe that, but let's just say you don't. And that somebody in the world just wrote up the Ten Commandments. If you follow the Ten Commandments, we would have world peace. We wouldn't have the shit we're going through today. So that's all you need to know. It's really, you know, just... Look at them. Go go read the Ten Commandments if you haven't read them in a while, right? I read them the other day, and I was just thinking, wow, you know, well, just how the world would be if everybody followed the Ten Commandments, you know. just It just would be. 702-329-0480. Give us a call. <sighs> if you want to play 4,000 added tomorrow... 7 p.m. Mouth Poker at Yahoo.com. Mouth Poker, Yahoo.com. 4,000 Hello. Welcome to the Mouthpiece. is Mike. Hey, Mike. My name is Jeff. I'm calling from New York. How are you doing today? Good, good, Jeff. How are you, man? What are you up to? I'm all right. Just hanging out. Listen, how do you feel about the banning of Andrew Tate and how they just want to silence anybody who talks about these globalists? Wow. Um, I think what... <laughs> I didn't know who Andrew Tate was, okay? I started following it, and I think it's disgraceful. I think everything that he says is very truthful. Uh, but they they are pushing this insane ideology that he's oh, yeah. just telling the truth. I mean, they have to silent dissented voices, Okay, this is, okay, so when, let's just go like this. When Trump won in 2016, he won by having advertisements on Facebook and Twitter and 
and all these yeah. things and through social media. Then once they realized the left, how, what they had on social media, they basically just are now because now they can say, well, it's a private company, right? And now you you see that they uh, what's been coming out, they've got emails proving that the White House has been set, uh, telling social media who, with who, these companies. Yeah. yeah, who to censor. Well, that's illegal. You, our government is not allowed to have any free speech censored. Okay, now. It's a catch-22 by them saying it's a private company. But even if it is a private company, it is 100% against the First Amendment to have any, for any government official to tell any other company to silence any dissenting voices. And that's what they've been doing. And if you really think about what's going on in the world, and it's very important, is... And I don't care what side you're on, left or right. Let's just say the right was in power and, and they were telling you to, just, to I want this person Anybody to take it. Anybody who does it is wrong. Correct. You're either for free speech or you're against free speech. Just because you believe, okay, let's just say you're on the left, you believe that the way you think is correct, right? And you shouldn't be saying, well, my fellow Americans think that, the way on the right is correct and I want them censored because my way is my way or the highway. No, that takes away the ability to um, debate, right? So Mm -hmm. you, you cannot have censorship in this country. I remember when Google was talking about an algorithm to censor for the Chinese. And I said, and it's an American company, Google. I'm like, that's insane. I mean, I never thought they were going to write an algorithm to censor Americans. Did you? <laughs> well, I mean, when when the government and these private companies come together, isn't that called fascism? That's called fascism. Correct. Yes. So how come how come the loony left is not up in arms like they usually are? Because they're it's it's become such tribalism now. They want they they don't care who if it gets censored in their they they're so brainwashed to believe. Uh, again, every what what have they said? Data is way more valuable than oil. Okay, when you have everybody's data, right? And you see what they look up. Let's just say I look up pro-right stuff, right? They're going to start emailing uh-huh. me stuff on the right. They're going to start email. You know, they're going to start giving me uh, commercials, ads with stuff on the right. Yeah. What's the yeah. same with on the left? So what they're doing and they realize what they have is they have the ability algorithm. to the algorithm to brainwash everybody into one world order if we have one world order the world comes to an end you know that right it, it, it just does of course but it's 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 also about like simple things you know like when they're talking about how you know like men can have babies or just with dicks <laughs> it's just you know, ins- that's it's, just these are supposed these are supposed to be the top of the top you know the people with the three hundred thousand and college loan debt who went to Yale. Yeah. You're supposed to be the smartest. Yeah. 
Well, they're being they're being brainwashed. It's it's called it's called indoctrination. They're being indoctrinated into a very sick ideology. And see, that's why you need to pay attention to what's going on in the world, right? Most of these student lo- the government is loaning all these people all this money in student loans, right? To go to college to indoctrinate them into an ideology to push a political agenda that leaves these, and then they're left with all these bills, right? It's all been it's all being done on purpose. I I mean I. I don't want to name any names, so okay? And nobody, no, we don't. We don't have to get. But there's names. somebody very, very big in the poker world. Very big. I don't want to name any names. Who used to own a student loan company, okay? And that was his. That's how he made money, giving out student loans in 2010. Such a good, such the do- a good racket. Yeah, but in 2010, the government put him out of business and took over all the student loans. So. Mm-hmm. So this particular person became one of the biggest GOP donors in the world, okay? And he's he's a very big in the poker industry. I don't want to name any names, but but <laughs> but the point is is he came after the left because what they did to him. And why you have to know why the government took over. Why Obama pushed to take over the student loans. It's all about indoctrination. You have to you have to follow this religiously to know what's going on. And like I said earlier on the show, we must defeat. We must defeat gender ideology pushed it's on so our crazy. kids. Pushed on our kids. If you're over 18, listen, I I have transgender you friends. You can do whatever you want. You do whatever you want. 18. You're over 18 being pushing Gender ideology on four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten year old kids is child abuse. And even Daniel, who's on the left, says this is insane. And he talks about how we must defeat it. You know what I'm saying? It's and, nice to it's nice to see Daniel come around finally. Yeah, and, and you know the truth of the matter is, is once and, and again I'm not gonna put voices in his head, but once yeah. you see certain crazy ideologies being pushed by your side, okay, you start to think what else is crazy. You see what I'm saying? And that's how you uh, start to actually start to yeah. get red, red, what we call is red-pilled, of course. Red-pilled. Mike, this is what happened here. Let's look it up, right? And about 80% of the time I've been right, right? And so like even one day about a month ago, she said to me, she's like, you know, what if everything I thought about life, the whole my whole life has been a lie? I said it has. You know what I'm saying? And so it, it's not like I'm trying but it's to. Not, it's not the whole life, though. It's not even the whole life. It's the last ten years, right? And it's she's very she's very strong about the environment, right? And I get it, okay. And I I care about the environment too, but but see, the left the left is using climate change for political gain they're not they don't give two fucks about climate change if they literally cared that'd be one thing okay they'll say here's 370 million for my climate change no that's 370 million that they're going to take and they're going to slough off and fucking and funnel it and fucking money launder to all their little buddies that's not going to anything for climate change but 
you, you know, like when you see these people who talk about climate change, mm-hmm. and then you see the richest people in the world that everybody has beachfront properties, right? Shouldn't they, you know they don't even pro- question. They don't take that into account. That's right. not in their formula even. It's okay. so weird. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is the biggest like push for for the climate for right. So he flies private to fucking France to pick up a climate change award. Do you understand that? Here's the thing. Private jets put out 10 times more carbon than a commercial jet. And you only have one or two people on it. And and they don't care. It's just all, if they believed their own bullshit, they wouldn't be flying private. That's just it. Yeah. They're just like, like if you believe at least that crazy ass fucking brainwashed chick Greta Thunberg doesn't fly, she takes boats wherever she wants to go. I mean, give her credit. She rather she'll take three weeks. But once again, she's a young girl, you know. Right, but at least the, give her, like give her respect for that. Like if you're going to believe in something, then believe in something, you know. But the thing is, is do you really believe that them banning? Gas lean engine cars in California is going to change one inch of the climate. It's going to change nothing. Unless, unless, the, hypo- the hypocrisy on these people that they want to yeah. eliminate gas and uh, only have ga- electric cars. And then the next week or the next day in California and in Colorado, they tell people you can't even charge your car. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. People don't, they just hear what they, again, this is like what we talk about um, pro, um, projection, right? They hear projection of what they want, but it's yeah. never going to happen. We're 50 years away from from green energy, right? Or from, from from electric car, you know what I'm saying? We're 50 years course, away, and a lot and a lot of money that they just keep burning that they could have put into clean energy, but Listen, they didn't. If China and India, see the whole everybody's economies are run by 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 electricity or by uh, uh, fuel, you know, or, whether yeah. it's electricity or coal. gasoline or coal or whatever. They're if you're going to sit there and push electric cars or th- this and they're going to sit there and keep having their coal plants and they're going to dominate the world, the world's fucking economies. I mean, this is like one plus one is two, but people don't see past what the fake news is telling them. You know, it's 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 it's, it's unbelievable. I, I feel like we're going to I have a, a good feeling that most of this will pass. And everything will be all right at the end. I think I, I think it'll be all right too. You know that speech, especially with this guy the other day looking like Hitler on TV. Right. You know, I think I think that everything will pass. Especially that you know, left these lo- the loony left is also starting to see it a little bit. Nobody uh, likes the man. The loony know? left is crazier than the loony right. It ain't even close. Okay. They this, talk about political violence. What, what, where have you seen any political right wing violence? You had like five hundred people with at the, the Capitol. Those fake, those fake guys in the khakis that are all marching together. Yeah, that they put the left. Organized. I know what's going on, man. But every day, just all, remember, a hundred and forty thousand businesses burned to the ground in twenty twenty. Left wing media didn't cover any of it. Remember? Do you remember? 
the, the yeah. in 2020, the whole entire building, I think it was a Wendy's, was most, up in flames. Fiery, but mostly peaceful. Yeah, yeah. Fi- he, he goes, as you see, it's a mostly peaceful protest as the whole entire fucking shopping center is burning to the ground. Okay? I, 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 listen, I don't want to argue. I don't want to tell people what to, I just tell people, do your homework. Do your homework. Do your homework. But they do don't. Your homework. They don't because they want confirmation bias. They go to their media, they watch their media, and then they 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 then they get confirmed. They want Trump to be the bad guy. They want him to be the Hitler-esque kind of person. This just, is what they, you know. Just remember this, and I'm going to go to another call. They okay. everything they say Trump is is what they are. Just they, remember that they project. Project. The left does excellent projecting. I give them that. They organize and project. Well, they have the they have the media. They have all the media. All the media minus Fox and uh, Newsmax on TV, and they have all the social media now, so they can just push the agenda, push what the whatever news they want. And but listen, if you do your homework, you'll realize that everything that they're saying is just ninety percent is a lie. You know, this year, right? You know, every year time there's a hurricane, they say, "Oh, look, climate change. We wouldn't have a hurricane." If, it, if you could help us with climate change. Well, this year they've had two named storms in two months. It's the least amount of storms in 40 years in hurricanes. But there's one coming and guarantee you it'll be all over the... the oh, look at this. Look at this uh, hurricane. Oh, see, it's climate change. Give me a break. Man. Hopefully, hopefully it gets hotter in California and they have no grid. Uh, that's ahead, what Mike, I, you, you know what? I'm day. I'm thinking the same thing after they announced about the electric cars and shit. If that grid goes out here in the next it's week hilarious. and everybody, I'm going to laugh my ass off because yeah, they're it's, so it's, stupid, man. They are. It's hilarious. Go ahead, Mike. You All have right, man. Hey, there, man. if you ain't doing nothing to come check out my online tournament tomorrow, mouthpokeryahoo.com, 4,000 added. I'll talk to you later. Got it. Bye. La- later. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have any more calls? All right, that's cool. So, anyways, you know, I didn't want to get too much into politics. You know, uh, I I do feel that the that I mean, even people on that are no longer Democrats have said that that speech that that Biden did the other day looked like a Nazi speech. It was. And he tried to walk it back the next day. But what people don't understand, this is what's going on. And you could take it to the bank. Because Biden's brain dead and doesn't know how to fucking talk. And he had to walk back. Well, I don't think any Trump supporters are actual terrorists. What they've done is the left has put millions of dollars into Trump-backed candidates. Okay? That... And now what they're going to do is they're going to say, you can't vote for these people. They're anti-elect, they're election deniers and insurrectionists, right? And that's how they're going to try and win the midterms by the people that they put all the money in that, that are Trump people to win the primaries. Now they're going to say, hey, don't vote for him. He's an insurrectionist election denier and he's a danger to to democracy and that's what they're going to do to try and win the election so that was what that speech was all about it wasn't about alienating 74 million trump supporters as 
fascist. It's about alienating the people who the Democrats have paid big money to try and win the primaries so they can paint them as as a terrorist. Anyways, that's what's going on with that. So, anyways, uh, we're going to be back next Saturday, the day before... Um, uh, the day before um, football starts, we're going to give out our top pick of the week. Um, I Last year, I, I, I in the pick em contest, I started out the first two weeks, 20, 20 games. So you pick 10 a week. I was 5 and 15. I ended up 16 games over 500. So that means I was 31 games over 500 uh the last 16 weeks of the season, uh, that's pretty amazing for me. I think I finished like 16th in the league. They pay the top 12, but it was one of my better years last year. Uh, as you guys know, I, and, and, and I, I don't bet sports no more, uh, but it is fun to pick the, get in the pick'em contest uh, and, and do the uh, suicide pools. You know, that's a lot of fun. So I'm going to give out my pick of the week every week. Uh, you want to hear something funny and positive? Uh, let's see. You know, things have been neg- so negative lately. You know, well, that'd be good for me, actually. You know, Flash passing away yesterday really hurt. Uh, I, I say in life, you know, I'll give some positive things to say is, uh, uh, you know, life's not fair. You know, a lot of things negative. I cried all day last night. I cried this morning. You know, I lost my best friend of 21 years. You know, literally my best friend. I mean, anybody who watched the show knows how me and Flash talk all the time. He comes on, you know. And uh, now my girl, she put this picture, me and Flash, right here on the bottom. And you can see it. Um, It's... uh, it's something that uh, I'll put next to my um, my my uh, my thing uh, forever. You know, it's just this is my boy. You know, I get emotional, but you know that's just the way it is. It's my boy, and so um, you know it's gonna it's gonna suck. You know, twenty one years of him coming up and laying on me and talking to me and being my best friend, and it sucks. So you know, life's not fair. You got to do what you can and 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 try and make help people become better people. Try and improve, uh, you know, your life, everybody's life. You know, don't don't think you know it all. You know, don't think the other person doesn't know anything. You know, try and uh, you know try try and uh, you know come together as people and and make the world a better place and. Um, you know, that's just what you have to do in life. You know, life is, uh, life's not easy. It's not fair. But you got to do what you can. So anyways, uh, I'm going to uh, go watch some football. Um, if you want a shot at an extra four grand, there's going to be about 30 people in my online tournament tomorrow. Email mouthpoker at yahoo.com. Deposit $200 to be available to play in the 4K added tournament 
tomorrow night at 7 p.m. I'll be a $100 bounty. Basically, I'm doubling the prize pool. Free roll for flashy. An extra 4K. And, um, you know. Everybody, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being there for me. And uh, I'll see you next week on The Mouthpiece. God bless. The Mouthpiece.